I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Diz Daily Fix for April 25th, 2017. Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando have both released their injury and incident reports for the first quarter of this year. Uh, The reports cover the first of the year through March 31st and list any occurrences which resulted in a hospital stay of longer than 24 hours or fatalities. And Disney did have one death to include in the report. A 54-year-old man collapsed on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in the Magic Kingdom, only to pass away later in the hospital. The deceased did have a pre-existing condition, and an email by Sherry Blanton, a spokeswoman for District 9 Medical Examiner's Office, said that the case never reached her department. Um, If the patient was under the care of a doctor and no trauma was involved, it would not be put forth to the medical examiner's office. Her email is quoted as stating that he most likely had an attending physician who agreed to sign out the death certificate due to natural causes. Disney had a total of 11 incidents for the quarter, most involving pre-existing conditions or only minor symptoms, the two notables being a 30-year-old man on Expedition Everest claiming he was struck on the head that led to headaches and dizziness, and a 74-year-old woman who fractured her leg, boarding Frozen Ever After. Universal Orlando reported just four incidents, including two cases of motion sickness on Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, pelvic pain on the Carousel, and a seizure on Revenge of the Mummy. Congratulations go out to Samuel Souza do Nascimento, the 28-year-old Brazilian who won the Star Wars Half Marathon The Dark Side this past weekend. His final time was 1 hour, 17 minutes, and 14 seconds. And proving that there is great power in The Dark Side, Samuel outperformed last year's winning time of 1 hour, 13 minutes, and 39 seconds, and also managed to take first in both the 5K and 10K competitions. Uh, What led to such a successful weekend for Samuel? He said that other races I've run in the past, there have been one or two people on the sideline cheering for me, and here there's a whole different energy to it, which helped me to perform at an entirely different level. The top female competitors for the race were all Florida natives. Sydney DeVore from Lakeland finished first at 1 hour, 20 minutes, 15 seconds, beating her previous personal best by a full five minutes. Second place went to Jackie Watchell from Newport Ritchie, and a third went to Georgianne Watson of Gainesville. Just in case you haven't stayed up to date on all of your Avatar news, James James Cameron recently announced on Facebook the dates of the four sequels to the 2009 film. Um, Those are December 18th, 2020, December 17th, 2021, December 20th, 2024, and December 19th, 2025. And that means that the next film will be premiering a full 11 years after the original and still three years away from us. Luckily, there's always plenty of news leading up to the May 27th opening of Pandora, the world of Avatar at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Disney has released information on what employment opportunities the new land has developed, and that totals about 700 cast members. They will be divided into three groups, each representing a different aspect of Pandora's world building. So the first group are the employees of the Alpha Centauri Expeditions, which Disney describes as a tourism company from Earth and the exclusive provider of trips to Pandora. They can be found working at Wind Trader Store, the Satu Lee can- Canteen Cafeteria, and the Navi Journey Ride. The second group will be Pandora Conservation Initiative, who will work on the flights of passage for the ride and at Wind Traders. Lastly will be the expats, tourists who came to visit Pandora and loved it so much that they stayed there. You can find them at Pangu Pangu and Painting Faces in their Pandora-themed Hawaiian shirts. 
Although most of the jobs will be standard entry-level positions, there will be some engineering and management-level positions as well, including some tech-specific ones um, that'll be required to keep Pandora's bioluminescent and high-tech flights of passage attraction running. Although personally I wasn't a fan of the first film and I'm really not sitting around waiting for any more Avatar films, I am getting excited about Pandora, the world of Avatar. Um, Disney Imagineers and Lightstorm Entertainment have released a bunch of behind-the-scenes info about every, all the thoughts and details that they put into it, from building up a fictional habitat from the ground up, um, how everything interacts with each other, and they didn't base it on a storyline from the films. It's all about world-building. Um, so you hopefully can walk in with no knowledge or love of any of the Avatar films and really enjoy it. And I think that's going to pay off for them because I'm not looking forward to the Avatar films, but I am really, really look, looking forward to the May 27th opening of Pandora. Um, so here's hoping that that works out just as good as I expect it will. Now, if you're unsure how to build excitement with your youngest vacationers before their first trip to Disney, Carrie Ann Knight has some advice for you in today's featured article, which is five ways to build excitement for your trip with your smallest Mouseketeers. So look for that today. And trending on the boards is a thread started by poster Doug720, where the newest survey from Disney Cruise Line is being discussed. It's being reported that the survey asks about activities the guests plan to book for their upcoming cruise, and also if they like the possibility to pay for them ahead of time. Stop by the Disney Cruise Line forum and look for the thread entitled, Interesting new survey just popped up on DCL to join that conversation. Today on the Diz Unplugged, um, unfortunately there will be no Disneyland episode this week, but tune in next week and there will be a new one waiting for you. If you'd like to take the opportunity to catch up on some of the shows you missed, go to DizUnplugged.com. And for the weather today, guests in Orlando can expect mostly sunny skies with a high of 85 and a low of 61. And those in Anaheim will expect a high of 78 and a low of 55, with low clouds breaking for some sun. For links to, to all the information that we've covered here today, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix. And join us tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix. Thank you. Thank you.